Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Wake Up Podcast, where we speak with pioneers of innovation in two of the most interesting ecosystems in the world, Switzerland and Israel. Today we spoke with Fabio Campanile from Givaudin, one of the leading flavor and fragrances company in the world, which is based in Switzerland. I had the pleasure to talk to Fabio about the supply chain of the food industry, about a better future, about sustainability and about the effect of the COVID pandemic. I hope you enjoyed our talk. Hello, Fabio. How are you? Hello, David. Very well. And you? <laughs> Great. Thank you for joining us for this uh, episode of our podcast. I really appreciate it. And uh, maybe just a quick start for the listeners that uh, do not know uh, you and your work at Givaudin. Can you just, uh, you know, just pr present yourself briefly? Is that okay? Absolutely. So, uh, first of all, it's a pleasure being here today uh, with all of you, also virtually. And thank you, uh, David, for inviting me. Uh, so my name is Fabio Campanile. Um, I'm in charge of science and technology um, for the Taste and Wellbeing Division of Givaudan. Essentially, it's all about innovation around food products. Um, that's what I do. And I uh, have a team that is uh, globally spread uh, that actually looks into uh, new technologies uh, to enable many of the things we do uh, in the company. Um, I don't know, maybe I can add a few more things because uh, people might want to know a little bit more about Givodan, right? Perfect. That will be great, I think. Yes. So, well, Givodan uh, traditionally is, uh, is, a, is a company Uh, that is actually 250 years old, uh, believe it or not, is, is, uh, is absolutely a long heritage of uh, uh, doing business in the space of uh, what we call uh, flavors and fragrances. So um, really it's uh, products like perfumes, like uh, detergents, but it's also in the space of food. Anything that you can think about from beverages uh, to soups, snacks, Uh, sweets of all kinds. Um, Givodan is essentially is, is a bit of a signature in these products that makes uh, these products palatable, uh, nice to, 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 to consume. But it's not only that. Eh? Very recently as well, the, the company is, uh, is expanding the reach and, and actually the range of products that we offer is, is broader. We're talking about, for instance, uh, natural food ingredients like colors, like preservatives, like texture, emulsifiers, things that are natural, but they make an essential part of the food uh, recipe. The other part is also about cosmetics, and in particular, uh, you, you know, the ability to, uh, with, with ingredients to, uh, uh, to, to provide uh, interesting um, uh, consumer benefits, uh, like uh, anti-wrinkle, uh, anti for instance, anti-aging. Um, I just want to mention one thing that, you know, the size of Giordan is, uh, is pretty significant. Uh, we are the leading company in the space. And um, ev every one of you basically has a chance for any of the products you eat or consume in general, consumer products that you use daily, essentially. Uh, you have 24%, so one, one in four chances to actually experience Giordan. It's a bit uh, the, 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 the magic inside eh, that uh, the, any of these products has. 
interesting, fascinating. And, you know, while preparing uh, this podcast, I was um, doing a bit of uh, research and, and I've seen that uh, you, you've made an interesting change in the mission statement. I find it interesting because I'm not sure everybody is aware of, but uh, this podcast is part of uh, a bigger project, which is called Wake Up uh, here at the embassy in Israel. And our, uh, let's say, slogan is the diplomacy towards a healthy future. And I've seen some some interesting things that you published about your mission statement and, and uh, also your way about what is a healthier future. Can you maybe elaborate a little bit on those uh, changes on, on this new mission statement that was published recently? Sure. Uh, so, you know, at the end of 2019, Givodan published uh, its, uh, its purpose, as we call it. So it goes beyond the mission or a vision. It's really... It's, it's really the, the, the reason why we do business in the end and, and, uh, and what we want to achieve ultimately that has a broader, a broader picture than just a business uh, context in the sense. And it's really about, uh, uh, really cre- we, 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 say, um, uh, the, the, we say we create for happier, healthier lives. We love for nature. Let's imagine together. When, whenever I talk about this, uh, it's, it's a little bit of a goosebump because uh, it makes me feel that I'm sitting in a place where I can essentially change a lot um, in, the, in the world in terms of uh, how people eat, how people uh, do things in, in their daily life. And it's true. I mean, we, even though we don't necessarily um, cater for all things, we are at a, a crucial uh, point in the whole uh, chain Uh, of these consumer products, essentially, uh, and we can make a lot of, of changes to make the world essentially, um, uh, let's say, better. Huh? So for one thing that I want to highlight uh, is, is the fact that uh, we do all this with uh, love for nature. Uh, so we want to be sustainable, we want to enable sustainability. An example is as well enabling the world of uh, uh, replacing animal uh, proteins as a uh, as a staple food, shall we say. Uh, and so to do that, for instance, we need to help these products, uh, whatever they are, whether, whether it's a burger and made with, uh, with um, uh, pea proteins, as an example, or uh, perhaps uh, a steak again with uh, some other vegetarian-derived proteins. We want to make sure that they taste good, that people enjoy, that people can shift um, from perhaps uh, an entire meat-based diet to... Um, um, a vegetarian option. Uh, the, other th- the other thing that I want to mention is this, let's imagine together. It's, uh, it's interesting because we realize as part of uh, a chain um, where there are customers, there are suppliers, there are partners, we have to play all together to, make, to enable this, uh, uh, this thing to happen, to make the, the, the place uh, where we live in uh, essentially uh, with people that are feeling happier and healthier uh, every day. And, and indeed more sustainable. We also announced our strategy very recently, um, and it's actually um, in, the, in, the, in the fall this year. And um, the idea is really that uh, uh, we are committed to growth with purpose. Uh, we actually want to double our business, uh, um, even going forward uh, by 2030, uh, where we look even um, at um, uh, making sure we stick to our purpose. Um, last but not least, uh, in my division, which is the taste and well-being, which is, again, a focus on food, um, we also 
uh, want to play a little bit more uh, for our uh, for our customers, where we we say that we want to be the co-creation partner of choice for our customers. So with that, it basically says that uh, we feel we, we, we can play a bigger role for our customers to help shaping the products, to make them, um, to accelerate the route to market, to make them suitable for, uh, for their consumers. And, uh, and so with that, it goes essentially connection with purpose, our strategy, and finally in, in our division, our ambition, how we're going to do these things. Interesting, and and I think I will go back to um, a bit to, to to this topic and and where uh, sustainability and a healthier future and climate change uh, maybe are a bit interlinked to what's happening today with the pandemic. But before we, we go to that, um, I want to shift gears a bit and uh, and asking you how this uh, this mission, this purpose, this strategy uh, in your role is now playing when you look at Israel and when you engage in Israel. So maybe you can share with us a little bit um, what kind of activities Givodown in, is involved in this uh, innovation ecosystem in Israel. Can you share with us a little bit of information about that? Absolutely. First of all, since 2016, we, we have uh, invested um, heavily in building ecosystems around the world. We call them ecosystem, basically meaning that um, we connect with uh, uh, innovators and partners uh, in innovation, essentially, uh, that uh, help us uh, bring innovation to market. And uh, we recognize some, uh, there are some uh, important areas in the world, and we call these uh, innovation hubs. Um, and these, um, these places are, for instance, uh, San Francisco, where we, where we uh, built um, an, an entity called Mista that actually connects with local partners. In Zurich, we have our own innovation center that we've heavily invested in. Singapore, also we do a lot, also in collaboration with another Swiss company, Bühler, in particular focus on alternative protein. And Israel is absolutely a, a must-be place. Uh, it's a place where we recognize a lot of the innovation happens. And we are connected through, obviously, um, in particular, our uh, Zurich Innovation Center and the connectivity that our teams have to the local teams. Um, for instance, uh, we are engaging in a number of activities with uh, a few startups. Uh, very recently, we talked also in the, in the press uh, about uh, our collaboration with Redefine Meat in the space of uh, 3D printing of vegetarian steaks. steaks. Uh, with Dumatok in, uh, in uh, sugar reduction technology, uh, or Innova Pro, another very interesting startup um, that has basically brought to market uh, an alternative protein based on chickpea. And we have more, many more, actually, that we haven't talked yet about and we are working with. At the same time, we're also connecting um, with the local incubator, the kitchen, and we have a partnership now for a, for a number of years, and, uh, and really the kitchen helps us a lot connect with the local ecosystem. And we hope to really build a lot more with uh, not only the local innovators, of course, but also with academia in, in the future. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so if, if an entrepreneur is listening right now, uh, what is the main reason for, for her to seek collaborate with, with Givaudan now that uh, uh, we know that you are present in Israel, that you are looking to collaborate? You mentioned startups. 
you mentioned um, the willingness to connect with the, the academic sector. But if an entrepreneur is listening to us, what, what's the reason for them to engage with Givoda? Yeah, so I will say that it's, it's, it's really about uh, mutual learning and with the goal really of accelerating innovation to market. Uh, we, we really want to be a partner of choice in that sense. Uh, we, uh, we think uh, we have a lot to offer. I mean, let's face it uh, also with the capabilities that we have, for instance, the labs, um, and not too far away, by the way, like for instance, uh, uh, flying from, uh, from Israel to Zurich is absolutely easy, certainly in non-COVID times. Um, and, um, and then uh, clearly it's, uh, it's our... Uh, um, company footprint, uh, geographical reach, so the ability really to connect uh, uh, technologies to markets, a broad range of products that we ourselves uh, offer that can enable products that these startups have or these entrepreneurs have, let's say, uh, to market. Um, and, and really, uh, it's also about uh, understanding uh, that the people we have at Givodan think uh, more and more like an uh, entrepreneur. Eh? So they, they want to make sure that uh, a lot happens uh, fast. And, um, uh, and basically, we, we, we want to make sure that we uh, build this partnership uh, in, in a most efficient way. A again, um, in, in, with the win-win uh, uh, thinking in mind. I want to say that at the end, it's also about fast fail. We don't want to drag also things for, for long. If things don't work, we, we also need to be very, uh, very clear uh, um, of, of the outcome and, and just uh, move on to the next project. Uh, so it's, it's very much of a pragmatic approach as well that we want to uh, have in these collaborations. Mm -hmm. And um, just may, maybe to deep dive a little bit uh, on that, we engage a lot with startups and uh, we also engage with, with a lot of large multinational companies like Givoda from Switzerland. Um, what, what do you think is very important for uh, the startups which are usually used to um, maybe me being a little bit more agile, uh, maybe a little bit more fast uh, in, in terms of uh, doing business. What is important for an entrepreneur when he engages with a large company um, in order to uh, set the, the, the journey for, for, for successful relationship? Yeah, so it's, uh, it's absolutely a great question. There is, there is no doubt that... Um, a small company, um, very entrepreneurial, can be a lot faster than a large uh, company, uh, any large company. Uh, so I think uh, I, would, I would say the very important thing is to connect uh, uh, with the right uh, expectation in mind, with uh, transparency as well on the expectations. Uh, there, is, there, is, uh, there is absolutely... Uh, there needs to be mutual understanding that uh, sometimes uh, things can go a little bit slower than perhaps the, an entrepreneur can, can expect. Uh, but as any large organization, you know, also the large organizations like Givodan is, is learning. And, um, and, and typically it's also about uh, where and, and to which teams to connect also in the, uh, in the organization like uh, Givodan. So for us, for instance, we set up uh, a, a dedicated team that can... Uh, they can collaborate, that is able to speed up uh, all these uh, more bureaucratic, shall we say, points, and is able also to understand more the mindset of entrepreneurs. Uh, and so connecting 
these teams within the company with um, with the entrepreneurs outside uh, really uh, mitigates a lot the, the risk given by uh, the challenges of connecting essentially small companies to a large company Thank you for that. I think it's uh, it's a topic which is always uh, interesting. We love to follow that. And I think that the approach that you took uh, to open up and, and engage with, with other uh, ecosystems, and especially in Israel, is very fascinating. And of course, we'll continue to follow that. I want to maybe shift gears again a bit to um, to a bit what's happening today in the world. And, and I think that uh, today we cannot ignore um, the pandemic and the effects it has on, on all of us personally and also uh, by conducting business. Um, we were talking before about healthier future and sustainability. And I would like to ask you maybe how how this pandemic affected you in it's it's almost a year already. Um, how did you how did it affect you, your work, maybe your personal life? Because we know Uh, there's a lot of challenges that comes with the situation, but sometimes there's also opportunities. Um, what, what's your general take on, on, on the situation today? Yeah, so, um, well, let me, uh, let me comment first on uh, the business end. I think uh, there, there is no question, by the way, that 2020 has been a very special year from, uh, from, uh, from a broader perspective. Uh, on the business side, I think uh, it has been very interesting to see uh, um, various uh, activities and businesses accelerate and some others instead uh, being challenged. I mean, if I talk about, for instance, uh, the way we accelerated our uh, digital communication, let's say, um, or uh, so, uh, so maybe better speaking, uh, in other words, is, uh, is really how we connect with customers, with suppliers remotely. Um, and uh, the same thing we've seen, um, some businesses accelerate like packaged goods, in particular at the beginning of the year, where people were uh, panic buying. Um, also the uh, e-commerce uh, routes, let's say, for, for business. Um, and uh, on the other hand, we have seen also businesses struggle, uh, like for instance, food service and restaurants, uh, overall being shut down by uh, various lockdowns in, in countries. So. Um, I think what's interesting out of this is that uh, Givodan has been uh, pretty well managing this crisis, considering the diversified portfolio. Uh, I mean, we cater for uh, a broad variety of industries in the sense uh, within the food business or perhaps uh, the personal care or the uh, home care businesses. Um, they, uh, they clearly, uh, now what we look forward to is, uh, is hopefully a year 2021, where uh, there is a change, and um, we expect that uh, change hopefully to come uh, with uh, the new vaccine, um, and um, and and hopefully things getting back to a, a more steady uh, condition. Um, from a personal standpoint, as well as uh, let's say from uh, my coworkers, uh, um, the uh, there has been a shift in the way we work. Certainly, being forced in many cases to staying at home or perhaps uh, uh, managing our activities in the, in the company, making sure that obviously, um, you know, we reduce the risk of, uh, um, of, of infection. So we have uh, established uh, the right routines in, in every site to make sure that the activities progress. 
um, on the um, on, on the front of the family uh, is the same. Uh, people have probably uh, also in in general been feeling. Um, um, much more the, the, the stress with the inability for us to visit uh, relatives and so forth. Uh, so I'm uh, again hopeful that uh, 2021 will bring uh, a positive vibe into all this with uh, uh, unlocking uh, you know new opportunities. I, um, I also believe that uh, human being, as we've seen also through the pandemic, is very prone to uh, adapting uh, to a new normal. And I think all of us have adapted to a new normal. And, uh, and uh, even if the challenge continues, I'm really hopeful that we can continue to do uh, business despite, let's say, the, the, some of these challenges that we've seen in 2020. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think it was, uh, as you said, a very special year indeed. So, um, Fabio, before uh, we wrap it up, uh, um, what is the best way to connect with you uh, for, for entrepreneurs, people, researchers, innovators uh, in Israel or, or wherever they are listening to us? What's the best way to connect with you? Yes, yeah, so, um, so first of all, uh, you can uh, follow us uh, on most of the, uh, let's say, social media channels as well as our jivodan.com uh, website. Uh, I certainly um, welcome connecting to me or my co-workers that uh, collaborate with me in, in this uh, program where we essentially um, work with lots of these uh, startups across the world. I will leave... Uh, the details um, as part of the uh, podca podcast description to make sure that uh, everybody captures uh, the, the link. Um, and, and certainly feel free also to uh, connect through the jivodan.com uh, um, website where there is a form also to uh, connect to us and, and typically works uh, very well. Super. So Fabio, thank you very much for this interesting conversation. Thank you for taking the time. And uh, thank you for also uh, finishing uh, on an uh, optimistic note. People, uh, we will adapt and uh, we will overcome the challenges. I think it's very important to stay optimistic, uh, of course, recognizing the challenges. But uh, thank you for, for giving this optimistic note in the end. Thank you very much, uh, David. And uh, I wish you all uh, also a great uh, end of the year and, uh, and, uh, and also fantastic uh, 2021 with uh, lots of opportunity. Thank you. Stay safe. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Wake Up Podcast. I am David Bigelizen, Innovation Advisor at the Embassy of Switzerland in Israel. And Wake Up is a cultural, society, science, and innovation project of the Swiss Embassy. We want to hear from you please feel free to reach out to us on our website, Facebook, or email, and you can reach out directly to me at David Bigelizen on Twitter, LinkedIn, or Facebook. Thank you for listening.